Hi, welcome to The Bug Plug, a podcast about all things insects, arachnids, arthropods, creepies, and crawlies. I'm Kaylee, and today we're learning about the American carrion beetles. I'm going to apologize if you hear any background noises. One dog has the zoomies, um, and the other dog is trying so hard to come in here with me. She's just standing at the gate staring. So, you know, if you hear either dog, I'm so sorry. They are not in here with me. I did lock them out. Um, So, anyway, on to the episode. As the resident bug person... I get a lot of bug questions, just like in my regular life. A lot of these questions are just pictures of random bugs texted to me for identification. I cheat. Um, I almost always use Google Lens to identify unless I just know the bug off the top of my head. So a couple of weeks ago, I get one of these texts from my grandma asking me to identify just the cutest little guy. I had no idea what it was. So I went to Google Lens and learned that it was a carry-on beetle. I think, no, I'm 100% sure. We learned about carrion beetles before, way back on the American Burying Beetle episode. I think it was like episode two of the Bug Plug. If it wasn't episode two, it was like in the first five. Very early on. Uh, These are different types, of course, but they're in the same family, which is fun. We love beetle cousins. Can you hear her? She's throwing a fit. I feel so bad for her. But... Or her little tippy taps I have to edit out and it's a whole thing and I just if she would just go lay down somewhere I would let her in here when I'm done recording and she can hang out with me while I edit so I do apologize for her but she's a great dog she's old we just sort of give her some grace (laughs) a lot of tangents on this one sorry about that so let's just jump right in what are carry-on beetles as a whole But like more specifically, what are the American carrion beetles? Okay, I'm so glad you asked. Sorry, I'm very distracted. Now she's throwing a fit, looking at the stove, which I think means she wants a snack. Yikes, this episode's all over the place. I (laughs) am recording a little bit earlier than usual. So I was very proud of myself for like being on top of it. But clearly this isn't going to work. I'm going to pause for a minute and come back to you. So hang tight. Okay, I'm back. Now both dogs are in here with me, so noise-wise, it's not going to get any better. Um, (laughs) Chaos in my house all the time. Okay, one dog's laying down. Thank you. It's a good job. I don't know if it's a German Shepherd thing or just a my dog thing, but she throws the biggest fits anytime she wants anything. It's kind of cute, kind of funny, very annoying. All right, Um, we were talking about the American carry-on beetles. So, it is a North American beetle uh, in the beetle family Sylphidae. I'm 98% sure I said that right. It lays its eggs in, like, raw flesh, and then later its larva consumes that raw flesh, particularly that of dead animals um, and fungi. So, the larva and the adults also consume fly larvae, fly larvae. And the larvae of other carrion beetles that compete for the same food sources. Yum. Okay, but for real. 
We need things like this to eat the dead matter because can you imagine if every dead thing had to break down like on its own without anything to speed it along or get rid of it? There would be so many dead carcasses and the smell would be terrible. Anytime we talk about decomposers, I feel like we touch on this. Um, It's not a glamorous job, but somebody has to do it. And without decomposers, our ecosystem would be wrecked. You can find the American carrion beetle in North America, east of the Rocky Mountains, as far south as like Texas, as far east as Florida, and as far north as like Minnesota. And then they can sometimes be found in southeastern Canada, too. So basically, if you picture the United States, mostly in the middle. Um, Anyway, it includes Oklahoma. I was trying to, like, describe the map to you, but, yeah, they're they're just sort of here. Um, And they are in Oklahoma, which is exciting. I hadn't seen one until the pictures Grandma sent me, which is very exciting. We love a new bug. They're not new. They've been around for literally forever. Oh, my sprinklers kicked on out front. That's exciting. This is the most unhinged episode. I'm so sorry. I haven't had my coffee yet. I just came in from cutting. Okay, my rose bushes and peony bushes are going crazy right now. So I just came in from cutting flowers and I'm so happy. I love having fresh cut flowers. Um, I don't think I'm going to cut any of this. I think you're just going to hear me ramble and have a whole day. All right. So back to the beetles. They're super cute and very easy to identify as adults. So as adults, they're like 12 to 22 millimeters long or between like half an inch and just under an inch in American. The pronotum, sorry, I'm so sorry. The pronotum is primarily a, there were too many peas. The pronotum is primarily a pale yellow, see, a lot of peas, with a black spot in the center. Real quick to back up, the pronotum is a plate-like structure that covers the thorax of some insects, typically beetles, cockroaches, that kind of thing. It's a super versatile part of anatomy that's also used at, also, that's often used as a protective shield, but can also be used as a shovel, a crowbar, or even a battering ram. So it looks just like they're little black beetles with a yellow collar. Not like a dog collar, but like a high fashion collar. You know what? If you just head over to our Instagram at bugplugpod, we have pictures because I'm not describing it super well because I am just all over the place today. Sorry about that. From spring through fall during like daylight hours, a few hours after flies begin arriving at a carcass, the adult beetles will arrive as well. They immediately begin eating the already hatching fly larvae, mating, and then laying their own eggs. As long as the carcass lasts, the adults will remain eating competitors to give their own larvae a chance to eat and grow. Upon hatching from eggs, the larvae will eat both the carcass and other larvae that are with it. Eventually, the larvae will fall to the ground, dig in the dirt, and pupate and then they do overwinter as adults. The one my grandma saw wasn't on a dead body or anything. It flew by her head. She thought it was a wasp. I'm going to assume it was just out looking for a meal. So their house is backed by like a whole wooded area. So they probably find a lot to eat there from fungi to like dead squirrels, possums, coyotes, that kind of thing. Um, 
And then there's also, I'm sure, like decaying plant matter. Not that the carrion beetles eat that decaying plant matter, but if it's attracting other bugs, they could be eating those larvae. The beetles typically live for about a year and spend something like three months as the larvae. They are perfectly safe for people and they do not mess with your plants. Even if you don't live somewhere with a lot of like rotting animals, they're great to have around because they keep fly populations under control. I'm not saying go out and get some carry-on beetles to release outside, but if you see one, just like leave it alone. It's not bothering anything and honestly, it's probably helping you out. In urban areas, carry-on beetles are most often found like in your compost bins because they're attracted to rotting fruits. They do have chewing mouth parts, so technically they could bite you, but they are pretty chill and will only bite if threatened or if they think you're food. So finally, will it pet? Yes. I'm a big advocate for beetles as pets. I think they are great. For the carry-ons, you'll need to supply the rotting fruits and vegetables for them to eat, as well as a terrarium set up to mimic their natural habitat. Now they only live for about a year, so they aren't like a long time thing, but they will make great soil for your garden. So it's like an interesting way to compost. As always, if you're bringing another living thing into your house, it is your responsibility to give it the best life possible. Always, always, always do your research and make sure it will be a good fit. All right, let's recap and close this unhinged all over the place episode out. The American carry-on beetles are found in North America, eating things that are decomposing, you know, think dead animals or fungi. They also eat fly larvae and any other things that they happen upon um, while at their food sources, like other decomposer insects and other carry-on beetle larvae. They are completely harmless to people, but they serve a very important role in our ecosystem. Decomposers are just incredible. I'll... I know I've harped on it before, but they do a gross job, but they are incredible. They give us good soil. They break things down for us. I mean, not for us. They're living their own lives. They don't care about us, but they do a great job. I love a good decomposer. Alrighty, that'll do it for this one. Thank you so much for just bearing with me this week. That was a wild one. Um... Yeah, I'll see you next week here on the Bug Plug Pod, hopefully for a little more put-together episode, or maybe I have my life a little more together. Bye!